Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Who is winning the Jack Eichel trade, the Golden Knights or the Buffalo Sabres? This November will mark two years since the epic trade. We have a lively discussion coming your way next. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We appreciate you tuning in as always. And make sure that you check out the YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights, and please subscribe there. We are on Twitter or X at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G, at Lockdown VGK. And, of course, you can listen wherever you get your podcast. We are including on Sirius XM and on Odyssey with our podcast. So, Chris, I guess the way to approach this argument 21 months later is who is currently winning the trade. Perhaps VGK has an edge here, of course, because Jackie Aces, has led the Golden Knights to the Stanley Cup title. But we had our unscientific poll in which we had 600 people voting and a surprising 97% said Eichel and VGK have won this trade. And I even tried to get the folks from Buffalo interested in it, and they wanted nothing to do with this. Everybody from Buffalo's blocked us by now, but keep going. I think so. So, I mean, but not only who wins the trade now, but I think the way to approach it is long-term, who will win this trade? So, interesting thing. The first thing I was looking at, my knee-jerk reaction said, obviously, Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup, and Eichel, you know, is a big part of that. Eichel is a big part of the reason that the Golden Knights won the Cup, so the Golden Knights win the trade. And then I thought to myself, but, they might get a lot more of the Buffalo Sabres, that is, might get a lot more productive usage out of Alex Tuck. Because I thought Alex Tuck was, you know, a little bit younger player. Alex Tuck is older than Jack Eichel. I didn't know that. Tuck is 27. Eichel is 26. They're the same age, essentially. But I don't know, just part of me felt that Tuck was younger. But you think back since season one and all that six years goes by, you know, it makes it makes sense. So, Stats for stats is the first thing you'll look at. And uh, the nod actually goes to Alex Tuck last season. 74 games, 79 points to Jack Eichel's 67 games, 66 points. So better than a point per game season for Alex Tuck. Uh, Jack Eichel a little bit lower. So the next layer you peel back is Peyton Krebs. Peyton Krebs was the reason this trade took as long as it did to happen. McCrimmon did not want to let Peyton Krebs go under any circumstances. Krebs had a few games in the AHL, had to go finish out, I think, this WHL contract. Don't uh, quote me on that if I'm wrong. Yeah, Winnipeg guys, WHL. Um, Krebs got a great amount of experience, 74 games, but only 26 points. And my assumption is they probably moved him around the lines and just trying to find where to put them. So there's one more layer to peel back here. There were some draft picks that were swapped as part of the deal. So Buffalo received a 2022 first that became Noah Ostland. I hope I said that correctly. Yep. And then the 2023rd um, uh, VGK pick 2023 second round Riley height. Again, I hope I got that one right. 
whereas the Golden Knights got uh, Matthew Cataford, which we've talked about a little bit on this show already. So it's inconclusive long-term. Short-term, I mean, it's you can't say the Golden Knights didn't win the trade. They won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. A couple of years and, now down the road, if the Sabres do better, then we can take a different approach. And so Osland uh, from Sweden, 26 points, four points in the World Juniors, and just 19 years old. And as we know, we've talked a lot about uh, Matthew Cataford uh, from Halifax, uh, 31 goals, and I think uh, 75 games or so. So he did really well. And I think, you know, again, long term, we'll see how this really does shake out. Um, it's amazing what they've done there uh, with Tage Thompson and Alex Tuck and Skinner on that line and the way that they have produced. Uh, it's very explosive. They score a lot of points, a lot of goals. But long term, is this going to be a team in Buffalo that will be a contender? They have that output and that excitement. They're kind of like Edmonton in the East, right? Because they score a lot of goals. They don't have the best goaltending. And I don't know if these teams long-term are legitimate contenders. So first question, if Jack Eichel has a healthy season, he gets his the surgery the way he wanted in Buffalo, do the Buffalo Sabres make the playoffs? Last season, the Buffalo Sabres missed out on the eighth seed by... One point by one point. So is Jack Eichel one point better as a whole in the lineup for the Buffalo Sabres versus Alex Tuck? I mean, the biased part of me, well, actually, it's not really that biased. We've, we've seen uh, a lot of Alex Tuck over the years. Um, Tuck's had reliability issues. He was pretty healthy last season. I, I think the Sabres do squeak into the playoffs, assuming all is well with Eichel and he's happy to be in Buffalo, which he wasn't. I'm just simply talking about player performance player for player and nothing more. So now let's ask ourselves another question. If Alex Tuck is on the Golden Knights and Jack Eichel is not on the Golden Knights, do the Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup this season? And I think the answer is no. So it's more likely that the Sabres get into the playoffs, maybe even win a series if Eichel stays on the Sabres and less likely that Alex Tuck leads the Golden Knights to a Stanley Cup victory. If that's that's the where I look at this trade, you know, the long-term side, sure, maybe Tuck will lead the Sabres to a Stanley Cup, which would be which would be good. I mean, it's been 12, 13 years something like that since they've even sniffed the playoffs. So, you know, it'd be good on Tuck and a lot of the other players if they can get something going, but for now, I mean, just based on uh, what I just said a second ago, I'm all day on uh Golden Knights winning the trade based on that. I'm curious if Tuck scores 100 points this upcoming season. Loves being back there in Buffalo. Embrace the tradition. He's a hero. He's a hero there. He's a hero there. They love him. And I just hope that he can sustain it because I really do like him. I liked him as a person and as a player, obviously. Is it sustainable, Tony? Is it sustainable? Is it sustainable? I've got some Eichel notes here that I took down and some stats. Okay. So Eichel plus minus, right? Um, It shows a positive shift in his game. 2017-18 in Buffalo, he was minus 25. This past season, 22-23 season here in Las Vegas, plus 26. So that is a major turnaround, obviously, with a better team. It is a better team overall. And then, uh, believe it or not, Eichel here in Las Vegas in the season plus, 41 goals and... 50 assists, so he's already at 91, and we're still waiting for that breakout season, right? 
Uh, some numbers that really stood out to me uh, this past season in his, what, 67 games, you said, 223, Chris, shots on goal. So that's about three per game. And I do want to see him shoot more. I really do. I'd like to see him on the offensive end of the ice now. Now that he's pretty much got his defensive game down, I'd like to see him be more explosive offensively. And then we've talked, right, about time on the ice. And this past season, this past season was a career low average, right? Um, 18 minutes and 46 seconds was it. And his career high was 2019-2020, where he was at 22 minutes and five seconds. And so he's more efficient, less time on the ice, doing more, playing the full game on both ends of the ice defensively and offensively now. So I think we're going to see if he can stay healthy. That's the big question mark. If Jack Eichel can stay healthy and with that top line being, again, in full effect and intact, I think that he could have a breakout season. I really do. And I think I I like to see these two uh, players, Tuck, and, of course, Jackie Aces, I'd like to see them battle it out point for point this upcoming season just to keep the fans interested. Uh, The Vegas fans wanted nothing to do with this poll. Absolutely nothing. And the Buffalo fans, even less. It's um, It reminds me, there was a game in Chicago. I think it was um, the Hawks and the Leafs. And Patrick Kane and Austin Matthews were taking turns scoring these incredible late goals and both play into the crowd and stuff like that. I would love to see that type of interaction between Tuck and Eichel. And it doesn't have to be bad blood or anything like that. Just, you know, one upping each other, yeah. a type of game where it's like a six to four game and, you know, they each get a hat trick or something crazy like that. And they just, you know, each player's owning the game and sure it's a team game, but it's really, you know, Tuck versus Eichel, something like that'd be a lot of fun. Um, just going a little bit more on the Eichel side of this, something I've talked about a few different times on the show and then on Vegas Hockey Now, Eichel only had six penalty minutes last season in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Six penalty yeah. minutes. I um, know, that was crazy. He has more responsibility. He took, I want to say, I went back to, I want to say the 1819 or 1920 season, whatever his last full season was with the Sabres, and he took less than 10% of his starting faceoffs in the defensive zone, where in Vegas he was around 12 or 13%. So it's a small thing, but it does show a little more trust in his game. Uh, Jack Eichel's takeaway statistics statistics are phenomenal. Uh, He was a plus 25 on-ice goal differential per money puck, which that's going to total probably power play and kill and, and all of that stuff. So, I mean... I, I'm trying not to be a complete homer on this, but no, but long term, long term, I think you know. And again, I'm that guy. I think the Sabers might have a sort of an advantage if Krebs, Krebs turns out the Krebs. Yeah, Krebs. That's what I said. I yeah, said no, I'm Krebs. saying he's. I'm agreeing with you. He's the. Oh, okay. He's the X factor. Thought you thought I said Krebs. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I said Krebs. I, yeah, Krebs, he is the X factor. Are we? Are sure. we in? Never mind. All right, I'm forced yeah. the wrong direction. No, but I think long term, <laughs> I think we could see. Uh, tilting the ice a little bit more, Buffalo. I do. I mean, uh, and we'll have to see how it shakes out with Eichel, and again, staying healthy for both uh, both sides. If if Tuck has you know four or five straight seasons of about a point per game, 
and Krebs all of a sudden becomes like a 20 goal scorer, you know, 15, 18, 20 assists, you know, 40, 50 points. You could argue that overall the Sabres win the trade, but okay, they, if, made, if, they didn't, if, they, they win the battle, not the war type of thing though. Okay. If VGK does not secure the Stanley cup, will this be about even how would this, uh, how would you factor this? If VGK went, got knocked out second round, first round. Still? Um, I mean, no, that that's a fair and that's a fair perspective. And I think then you probably call it a draw um, because you didn't get to see Eichel's intangibles. You didn't get to see his leadership on full display. There was so much more to his game that we saw. That's not just statistics, even though that's the easiest measuring stick to go back to. Okay. I need to shave, bro. Too much gray. Uh, I'm coming clean. Up I got next, a little thing going. I shaved down here. I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. We've got uh, VGK. We'll tell you about the new streaming package. We didn't say the new television package. It is the new streaming yeah, It's not a new package. TV package. No. We'll tell you how you can watch games this upcoming season. We'll talk about that when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Our next partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it literally every day. I gave AG1 a try because it provides a boost in energy for me. I drink AG1 because it helps my body, gives my body the nutrition that it needs. Since I've been drinking AG1, I've noticed an overall healthy feeling, and it really helps me to sleep better. That's for sure. And it's a science-driven formulation of vitamins, probiotics, and whole food-sourced nutrients. And it's a microhabit that delivers macro benefits. And it helps just about everybody to take care of their health each and every day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and you will get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your very first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. Make sure to check it out today. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas, where there was no stinking hurricane. We appreciate you tuning in. We had wind. You had a little wind. We had a lot of wind. We had a lot of wind. I woke up at 3 in the morning and walked outside. It was nice and breezy, a little breezy, right? It wasn't like too much wind. Didn't get knocked over, but no rain. No rain. We we missed the hurricane here. I, yeah, it was just. I'm okay with I'm that. Just, I, I'm no, okay I, with that. Yeah, I was okay missing it. Yes, for sure. Um, but I thought there was too much hype around it. So really fast, just maybe we'll do a what the Monday here. Clark County School District, Tony, parents were like emailing and concerned that there wasn't going to be, that there shouldn't be school today. Like to the point where Clark County School District literally had to put a presser out there at five o'clock on a Friday night. No, I'm kidding. They had to put a presser out there basically saying, we'll revisit, but you know, your kids are going to school on Monday. It's, it's rain. This is monsoonal stuff. This is, this happens. Right. This happens. Like, come on, we're not that soft Vegas. We're not that soft. Please don't go down that path. And L well, I watched the news in LA all day Sunday and you were hoping for car chases. I was looking for one in the rain. Definitely. And maybe through the LA river, there was a car floating down there. Uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, but no, I was watching the Unified School District in Los Angeles. On Sunday, they decided to cancel school. 
And because they just kind of forecast, they went along with the meteorologist, everything else. Well, as we know, Hurricane Hillary took that left turn and went out to sea, uh, pretty much went to the west. And on Monday morning, the superintendent just was under fire because people were asking, well, why did you cancel classes? This was nothing. He didn't know at the time. I mean, so, Dodger Stadium is underwater. <laughs> was that really a picture of Dodger Stadium? I don't know, wasn't it? I don't know. I thought maybe someone photoshopped it. Wouldn't surprise me. So VGK, right, uh, Chris, they announced a new streaming package with a company called ViewLift. And games will now be streamed live beginning September the 24th. So you can watch the games, first of all, on KMCC Television. Where can you find that on Cox? Yeah, Channel 34. Okay, so that'll be on Channel 34. And then, plus, you can find it on Roku, Fire TV, Vizio, Xbox, and also Apple TV. But initially, we thought that this would be a free package to all. So I went and I looked at, uh, for instance, Apple TV. Um, you can get three months free, but then it's $7 a month after that. So if I start my subscription, I'll probably um, start it there in October for the first game, November, December, January. Then I will put in another bogus name, another bogus website, whatever. Um, and then I'll try to sign in again for another three months. That's how you beat the system, right? Uh, in any event, is this a good package for the fans? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a good thing. It, the biggest thing, if you read uh, Kerry Bubolt's quote, quote about it, was accessibility, interaction with the team, and more ways to watch simply beyond, like in the old days, turning on AT&T Sportsnet, or what you do through YouTube or Cox or DirecTV, however uh, you used to watch that. And now you can still get it through all of your regular providers for free, no change there. Uh, just channel 34 instead of whatever it was like in the 300s or 600s on, on Cox or on, um, uh, what's it called on direct TV. But now you do have the ability because there are people that don't, you know, touch cable. They just simply stream nowadays and all that. And there's a lot of different ways you can do it. And I'm not sure if you're going to be able to like catch like replays and stuff or how long the games will stay active for. Um, one question I did get and I didn't have an answer for anyone, Tony, maybe you researched this. Is this a geographical thing where they're going to triangulate, you know, your IP address and all that stuff? And you have to be somewhere in the Vegas, Rocky Mountain, Montana area, because that's I know Bill fully mentioned he wants to dominate that area. Or if you are in Pennsylvania, I had a Golden Knights fan reach out to me uh, through Vegas Hockey. Now, can they stream these games in Pennsylvania? And I don't have I don't know the answer to that. Don't quote me on it. But I do believe, again, when you have Roku TV, when you have Apple TV involved, I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to be able. Eh, I don't think they'll. You, black it gives it you out local, anywhere. but it gives you local TV. I mean, Apple maybe TV through gives Xbox. you local television. I thought so. I'm assuming you can't get like Fox and all that. I don't know. I don't. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't think. I don't, so, I don't no. watch my cable. It like, should. Like I mean, that. they should be on YouTube TV. That would kind of clear things up a little bit for us here. Yeah, I got uh, you. That should. That would be good. I think. Right. Um, the, the takeaway though is locally. The Are they on a website? Are they on the VGK website? Where can I mean, they talked about free television, free for the fans to see, and that's what they were talking about. Oh, this is a legendary, you know, deal that we have. And that was a deal with scripts. That that's the scripts deal, which so is that's still the scripts deal, right? 
But again, though, KMCC TV is not accessible to everyone. It's on Cox cable, right? Well, I'm assuming, and again, don't quote me on this, but like if you have a digital antenna that gives you local programming. Okay. I'll bet you can probably find it through there. I was able to find um, the football games, uh, not the XFL, the other one, um, uh, the the USFL Nighthawks, Nighthawks. There we go, Nighthawks. Okay. I was able to watch those games locally every now and then on Friday and Saturdays, which actually was kind of cool, a little high scoring, but kind of cool. And where'd you find it? Just uh, through I don't know the specific channel number, but uh, we have a digital antenna that gives gives us all the local programming when our Uh other um, service isn't working. Someone asked if they could uh, pick up the games with their rabbit ears. No, what, what, and that's what then that's what digital digital antennas are these days. It's a it's a new. I know you still use the rabbit ears, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But new. there's no yeah. There's if there's no aluminum foil, bro. There's that's not rabbit ears. Mm-hmm. I, really fast, I want to give a quick shout out, and I think they're all going to hopefully watch this tomorrow. Our uh, our hockey team, the Young Guns, Tony. We uh, started. Uh, the other team scored two quick goals. Like the okay. first shift, we had to had to have a word, had to slow the game down a little bit, had to work with the players, we mix up the lines a little bit. Wait, wait, wait. Did you go Cassidy on the team? No, 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 no. I swayed. Early on. I just swayed. I gave him the look. I gave him the look. I gave him a sway. You I, you wow. know, I, I held the water bottle and I, you know, I didn't react too much to the first couple of goals. I just stayed positive and, you know, so then um, it all worked out though. We scored the next four consecutive goals and walked away with a five, three victory. So uh, go young guns. Congrats. And congrats, of course, to our good uh, fellows there back in Williamsport. Yes. Pennsylvania. Henderson. So finally on Tuesday for the game, I think they're finally going to have a viewing party there on Water Street. Where you oh, that's I think though, yeah, I, I think I, I thought they were going to do it on Sunday too, but maybe the they were going to maybe that, yeah, that kind of changed some things fake, around. Yeah, it was a fake hurricane. Yeah, I mean the weather's nice. Uh, we actually were obviously we're on Water Street for uh, the the hockey game at America First Center. I get used to that, and they then thought went down it to... was going to truly be Water Street. <laughs> exactly. And then we uh, checked out Street Burger for the first time. That was actually kind of cool. Nice little impromptu plug for Street Burger on Water Street. That was good. Okay. He's getting free burgers now. Okay. So uh, I'll take the milkshakes. Also, Those were good. Also, View Lift is a uh, partner with the Washington Capitals. Yep. So they're already doing some stuff there. And of course, it's going to be exploration, I think, for the fans just trying to see uh, what's the best. Of course, uh, fans don't want to pay for watching television games. Uh, VGK. And they don't have to unless they do the streaming way. And hopefully, yeah, unless they go streaming wise. And then also bars. Big part of the VGK culture is showing the games and sports books and in bars. Well, they'll have it all. We'll have it all. We'll have it all. Coming up next, where is the Stanley Cup? Oh boy. It's near water, of course, as always. We had we had our first our first topless sighting, I think, with this with the Stanley Cup. We'll talk about that next when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Make sure that you check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe at Locked On Golden Knights and find us wherever you get your podcast. And on Fridays, it's WTF. What the Friday? Where is the Stanley Cup? I saw a photo today, Jonathan Marchessault holding the cup near water. But I guess that my favorite impression of Marchessault was leading all the friends and kiddos on a conga line. But that DJ wasn't very good. I I don't have a take because I didn't watch that. But I like I like the conga line. I like him taking it to 
uh, to see the, to the kids and everything. And uh, a conga line, that's kind of cool. I mean, that's fun. That was I'll, fun. And we're, we're short on time, but I'll, I'll tell the conga line story maybe at the end of the show. Keep going. Okay. So Marshall saw a special guest at his uh, cup day. David Perron showed up. Well, that was pretty cool. Uh, his former teammate. I want to see Dave Perron come back to Vegas. I think that'd be really cool. It would be good. I think that'd be cool. And then uh, Jonathan Quick had the <laughs> cup. And we saw some photos. Jack Eichel was there. And Tyler Toffoli was also there. On the and that, that was the first Jonathan one. Uh, the photos I saw there. Uh, Quick's shirt was gone. He was drinking from the cup. And uh, things were getting a little dirty there. You would think that he is a veteran of winning cups with number three, but he got a new tattoo, which I wasn't digging. I didn't, I don't know. You got a, I couldn't BGK really see it. His inner thigh like Jack Eichel. Oh yeah. That was kind of <laughs> weird. I don't care what you say. Um, and then uh, the last uh, one to have the cup, I guess it was on Monday um, was William Carrier. Carrier. He took it fishing again. What is it with the cup and water? I think that hasn't found its way in the bottom of an ocean yet. <laughs> okay, your conga line story. Okay, sure, perfect. It's segment three. No one's watching anyway. Um, no, so at America First Center, now formerly Lifeguard this is Arena. When, this is when they really start to tune in. You this know, is, this is good. Yeah, people, people catch Some this. Some people so. tune in. Most people tune in for just the third <laughs> segment. What the third? What the, the what the third? We should just call it that from now on instead of WTF. But um. Congo no, line. so they had a bunch of like rules and stuff at America First Center, formerly Lifeguard Arena, regarding open skate. You know, don't look at your phone while you're skating. Don't do stupid things. Don't do high jumps. Be careful. You know, all these things. And then what's the last thing that the sign said, Tony? No conga lines? Yes. Come on. No, they can't do that. I swear. They can't do that. <laughs> they did pretty funny Tony. they yeah. didn't want people like it, it was happening like conga lines were apparently happening in america first center and i can only imagine that the lead horse in the conga line went down and uh the buggy went down and uh all it was mayhem after that and broken legs and stuff so that's probably why but i saw that like i just thought it was a joke and i was bsing with the person behind the counter i'm like photos. take what photos is the deal? I, I do have a picture of it somewhere i gotta go back po- to my phone post it if I can find DGA, that, that would be great. It, it might yeah, take a while, but I know yeah. that would be great to have, though. Uh, but yeah, Marcia so was struggling a little bit carrying the cup. So then, do you think he walked broken into wrist? the party? Yeah, he walked into the party <laughs> with the cup, and then the next thing we saw was the conga line with the bad DJ. And but then, do you think they put the kiddos to sleep and then let it rage? It didn't seem like it was a rager. I mean, I don't know. The boys had their ragers in Vegas. I honestly think they got all that stuff out in Omnia and at Wynn and at Cosmo and God knows where else at Stage Door. You know, all of that looks like it's underwater right now from what I've seen on uh, on, tw- on X and Twitter, unfortunately. Well, we, we did see, oh, what a flex, though, for Marsha Salty. Uh, we saw that he had the Conn Smythe Award and the Stanley Cup side by side. That's the ultimate flex. It's awesome. That's awesome. I still thought the video was great when he didn't, like, no one would take the con smite from him after he was walking around, like, in the locker room and someone take this. No one's helping me. That was pretty awesome. It's pretty I love, I love, I love March. So it's a shame, shame he's going to be gone next season. I know, I'm, kidding, shame, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Montreal Canadian team was there too at the party. We did not see that video. They were doing their own conga line. 
We appreciate everyone tuning in. Thank you so much, especially to our everydayers, the folks that put up with us each and every day. Yeah, Go to the YouTube YouTube channel and subscribe, please. And uh, we'll be back again for a Wednesday show and then Friday. And uh, again, thanks so much for tuning in. From a man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. It's very dry here. Stop texting me. Are you underwater? (laughs) We'll see you again on Wednesday right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Take care.